on this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus. We are missing the Bungalower, but we got a mo. We got a mo. I'm here in place of uh, Brennan. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker, and uh, this week, Mr. Brendan O'Connor is taking a day off, and uh, he's sick. So he says. Uh, So he says. I'm not going to say what he's sick with. I'm guessing some sort of uh, weird virus, but probably just a cold. I I like your theory about Uh, it. Weird virus that just got into the United States, uh, spreading everywhere soon. Yeah, and so... Brendan's not here. I hope he gets better. He never takes a week off. I think of our last 291 episodes, or maybe this is 290. I don't remember. Uh, I've taken a bunch of time <laughs> off. Brendan's taken like one week off. So the one day he doesn't show up, we'll, we'll talk a bunch of smack. Ah, yeah, that's yes. true. And so uh, if, if you might recognize the voice I'm with here this week. I'm with Moses DeWitt of the DeWitt Law Firm and Just Call Mo. Mo is uh, hanging out with me today. He's my guest host. Welcome to uh, Bungalore and the Bus uh, for like the 10th time. Yeah. So if you're the bu- bus, does that make me the bungalower? You're the bungalow. Today, you're the bungalow this week. Yes. All right. I like yeah. it. You need to dress like Brendan, talk like Brendan, act like Brendan. Ooh, that is a, uh, a lofty goal to reach right there. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm quite ready for that in my life. Yeah, well, well, it takes a lot of practice to be Brendan O'Connor. You can't just be a merman overnight. That, that, well, that takes I mean, practice. I don't know about that. You, I mean, all you got to do is put on a tail and get in a dumpster <laughs> like he has in the past. But uh, but yeah, Brendan, Brendan, we hope you get better. I'm sure you will. I'm sure sure you'll be fine next week, and uh, we'll have Mo back as well. But I'm glad that you're here for, as my guest host this week. Well, thank you. And I, I hopefully uh, Brennan beats that O'Connor virus. <laughs> they named it after yep, him. Named it after him. But yeah, we're actually hanging out in your office, Mo. Such a such a hip, trendy place to be. Well, I mean, you're downtown. I'm I'm looking out at the Amway Center. Behind me is downtown Orlando. I figured we we'd come here on your home turf and hang. I out. I appreciate it. Makes it easy for me. That's true. That's that's also. True. I wanted to make sure that you didn't have to go too far to, to hang out and be the guest host. I don't want the guest host to do too much work. I did nothing, no work, so uh, <laughs> that's perfect. So so uh, I will ask you, Mo, how, how was your week? This is usually how we start Bungalow on the Bus. How was okay. your week? Well, you know, obviously we're closed Monday. So A Labor you know, Day? Short week, Labor Day. Um, actually went to Legoland on Labor Day. Really? Yeah. Oh true. man, was it busy on, on? It was dead. It was completely dead. Really? I feel like that's like a holiday you'd want to go to a theme park. So they were overstaffed because it was Labor Day, and I think I saw some TikTok videos at Disney too, where they were saying it was empty there or partially empty. But yeah, they had a bunch of staff at Legoland who like they were sending home because there just wasn't that many people there. I think most people were at the beach and enjoying the weather. Okay, so so you are you a season pass holder at Legoland? So that's actually why we went is we bought season passes a year ago and i think we've been twice because i have a three-year-old mm. so he loves okay, it. i'm glad he you clarified yeah. that i don't just go to legoland for fun <laughs> um and so we're like oh the season passes are about to expire let's go one more time before they expire i don't know if we'll renew them or not we'll see um so that's that's why we went. you got a favorite ride over there at legoland oh that's a tough one uh <laughs> which rides have I actually been on <laughs> Uh, my son loves the carousel, so that's the one I've been on with him because I have to go with him on that. That's you know, it's a nice standard little carousel. So I was around when Legoland opened. I worked okay. at the Orlando Sentinel at the time, and I covered their opening, or at least I was there the first like week or so. Yeah, took video, and I remember the one thing that stuck out. 
because uh, that that park is actually built for like kids ten and under. Right. Yeah. It's, little it's kids. It's not really for adults. And and if you're not familiar, it's in uh, it's not Lakeland, but it's Winter Haven. Yeah, Winter Haven. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's it's where Cypress Gardens used to be, yeah. and Cypress Gardens was like one of the original theme parks here mm-hmm. in Florida, and they were known for their water skiers. Right. And they also have something called the it's like the Cypress Grove there. It's like you can walk through. Yep old cypress trees and that's still there it's still there i know some people were saying it wasn't as preserved or as wasn't as um maintained and kept up as it should be but i think they've worked on that i think they're actually reopening the canals with the boats in there oh i didn't know that i, I thought i saw some article saying they were doing that but yeah it's all still there and they still have the the pool in the shape of the state of florida it's pretty yeah, cool it's very yeah. it's very cool yeah but I my like favorite thing when i when i used to go to legoland for work was like for was, work yeah, yeah. there's like a. uh a bunch of landmarks from all over the world mm-hmm. that are built from Legos, and it's like the Eiffel Tower and the Empire State Building, and all these and like uh, stuff yeah, from different Florida cities. Yeah, they have Tallahassee, they have Washington D.C., they have Tampa, they have like all the big cities in Florida. Basically, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they told me that I think they have to replace them every now and then because of how hot it is in Florida. Those bricks get brittle yeah i don't think they can just be out in the sun all the time well last time i was there that whole section was closed off Mm. so this time we actually went through there and actually hung out there a little bit because my son liked it and it's one of the few areas that's shaded so it's actually a little bit cooler in there Mm -hmm. so i think you're right i think they just went through like a renovation or fixing it back up or whatever they do with it if you've never been go to legoland like i said it's kind of more for little kids it's for little kids but Mm -hmm. it's it's still fun they have what they call pink knuckle rides did you know that I have heard that advertisement <laughs> before. Yep. All right. Well, no, I mean, I, I'm trying to think what I did this week. I, I played hockey, my second hockey game. I saw some pictures. I, I, I didn't play as well, I felt like, this week. But was, we had a good team. We actually won. We won both of our games, our last two. But I, I feel like I need to improve a little bit. But I got a whole season to do okay. that. Go go watch the Mighty Ducks. Get the movie. I will. I will. Get some pointers. I went out on a boat on Labor Day. A boat? I did. Ooh. I got friends that have, have some money. Well, the best kind of friends to have are friends with boats. That's true. Don't That's buy a true. Boat yourself. Just get I, friends. And you know what? I was out on their boat, and it was fun. I had a good yeah. time. They were like pulling kids like the tubing mm-hmm. thing, and I really wanted to go on the tube, but it was a bunch <laughs> of little kids, and I didn't want to be like, all right, kids, yeah. it's John's turn. But, uh, but I, yeah, I was on the boat, and I was thinking while I was sitting on the boat, I don't ever want to own a boat. Like, this is fine. Like, right. it's fine. But, like, I wouldn't want to, like, have one to do this. It just feels like a convertible to me on the water. Yeah, especially if you have to, like, put the boat in the water, take it out, clean it up. Like, you don't want to be the person responsible for all that. It's mm-hmm. great to hop on somebody else's boat, cruise around, especially if you're out somewhere where you can, like, pull up to a restaurant, get some food, whatever. But yeah, I'd actually have to go through the whole process because I used to have some jet skis back in the day. I've never been on a jet ski. Really? No, oh. I want to. Next next episode we do on the go on some jet skis. I like it. I like it. But yeah, those things we would take them over to the beach over at New Smyrna, and you'd put them in. You know, you get up super early, you go gas them up, you put them in the water, then you have to clean them out, flush the engines. I mean, it was a full day. I thing. don't want to do that. Yeah, it was a lot of work, but I mean, it was fun for a little while. But it gets old after a while. I also saw that Top Gun Maverick. I've not seen that yet. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty not not like my favorite movie. Okay. And somebody said it was the best sequel of all time. I don't think that's true. Okay. But it was it was fun to uh, watch. I want to go see it, but my wife won't see it with me. So why, I, I, why not? Does she she just doesn't want to see it. Okay. Yeah. Has she seen the first one? I'm sure she has. I can't imagine that she hasn't, but 
So yeah, I was just gonna go in the middle of the day, like leave work one day when I wasn't busy, but I haven't made it over there yet. To it's see still it. in theater. I went on that National Cinema Day where all movies were three dollars. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, yeah, it was last Saturday, and I actually heard it on real radio. I think Ross had talked about it on the Jim Goldberg show. So it's, you're learning on the radio. It's true. So I bought a three dollar ticket to go see uh, Maverick. Cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. All right. So what we normally do here on Bungalow and the Bus is we talk about the top headlines in downtown's bungalow neighborhoods. A lot of it's on bungalower.com if you're not a follower you should go follow brendan and bungalower.com uh on instagram and facebook and twitter and all the places a lot of good information i read a lot of those articles that's good that's how that's how i get a lot of my updates as well i read but i also watch tv news and i watch and i read the sentinel as well i try to stay informed of what's happening in orlando probably the biggest news this week Orlando City won this U.S. Uh, Cup. Yeah. Were you, did you watch the game at all? I, I should not. say the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, I apologize. I don't no. want the emails. No, I was working late. I saw people going to the game when I was leaving the office, but I did not actually watch the game. I, did, I didn't either because I had a hockey game. But uh, it was a big deal because like this has been months and months and months in the making. So uh, I don't know how many games they've won to get up here, but it was like yeah. four or five, I think. They had to... Uh, win all these games and and they played Sacramento and Sacramento's not in the MLS they're like in the the lower league okay and so this is like a, a chance for them to play like an upper league team and so it was a sold out game at Exploria Stadium on Wednesday and I believe it was nothing nothing at half okay and then they ended up winning three nothing uh, in the end but it, it's it's like the first time that Orlando, at least Orlando City, has won really anything as a major league team. So is this, as as you know, I'm a soccer expert. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, me too. So is this like a, a pretty big cup, like a pretty big championship, or is it kind of like... Apparently, I mean, okay. they would say it's the it's the... It's the biggest thing that Orlando City's ever won as a major league team because okay. they won a bunch of cups Before when they were, they the were mi- in, in the yeah. minor leagues. But this is like their biggest thing to date. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And I and from what I read, I, I this cup is from like 1914 or something like that. Okay. Like they've been playing games. I could be getting this all completely wrong, but yeah. uh, but it was a big deal for for the team because since they entered the MLS in oh man, I don't remember what year they they joined now 2015. I'm, I might be getting that wrong as well. Uh, they've been, they haven't been great. Like they've, they've, they've done well. They've sold out a lot of games. They've had a lot of fun, I guess, but they haven't really made it to that next level when it comes to playoffs. Gotcha. Because I think most people expected, cause they like dominated in that lower league. I, I think it's called the USL. Uh, they dominated in that cause they won like four years out of five or three years out of four. Then they moved up to varsity. When they moved up to varsity, when they went from JV to varsity, they they just haven't been able to do as well as they did. And, and I think a lot of people in Orlando have been wanting that. And I yeah. don't blame them. No, of course. And and I've always said if Orlando can be Orlando City could ever like sort of get to that next level where they're making the playoffs and, and winning in the playoffs and going far in the playoffs, it'll be crazy here. People people love Orlando City. I mean, they the, do. The city really gets behind them, which I always thought was super cool. Like, you know, I feel like the Magic don't really have like the city behind them as much anymore. But that's that's the Magic's fault, right? right. Well, <laughs> we won't get into that. <laughs> we but, can. But I mean, I like how like excited the city gets about Orlando City soccer. Like, you see people downtown, you see them dressed up. They want to go to the games. They seem like they're having fun with it. I think some of that has to do because Orlando Magic have been so bad the last 12, 13 years. Not to say they both couldn't do well and both have fans yeah. and, and all that, but I think 
I wonder if some people said, you know what? I have given up on the magic. This is my team now. I like soccer, or I, I sort of like soccer, and yeah. now I love soccer because I've gone to so many games. Well, also, I mean, like, I used to go to Magic games as a kid, and then just as we got older, it got so expensive it to is. go to games that you just kind of get burned out by it. You're like, I don't want to spend 300 bucks to take my family to a, to a basketball game. It's true. It's true. In soccer, you can get away with spending a lot less. I mean, right. granted, there are probably seats that you can spend a lot oh, sure. and suites and all yeah. that. But you can also get a ticket usually for 25, 30 bucks to a soccer game. Yeah. Now, you can also get a cheap ticket to the Magic sometimes, too. <laughs> but you might need to bring a telescope to see, might, the, see the court. You might. It's fun, though. I mean, I, yeah, I have fun. no problem spending 10 bucks to go see the Magic, even oh, if i got to sit way up. I don't care. But I do think if the Magic if the Magic could ever get back to where they were in the 90s and yeah. have a team, I think same thing. I think people would just love it here. Them, yeah. But they just don't. Like, the like the diehards go. They, wanna, they like basketball. They don't really right, care. Right, right, right. But because they've been so bad that people just sort of forget about them. And, and yeah. I, it's sad, though, because I do think a lot of people here in Orlando would really like to see them go far into the Definitely. playoffs. I mean, you know, sadly, I won a signed Orlando Magic basketball that was autographed by the entire team like a couple years back. Mm-hmm. It was like in a raffle or something, like a charity raffle. And I got the ball. I literally cannot <laughs> identify a single, single yeah. player. I probably shouldn't be admitting this on the radio. That's okay. But... You and know, then you're like, just, let's go play basketball yeah. with this. Like, I feel yeah. you're know, right. You feel bad, but like, but that's the Magic's fault too. I mean, they're. I mean, I get it. We're not LA. We're not right. All these teams that have tons and tons of uh, like a big media market and tons of money. But you look at like Oklahoma City, and they've done really well in, yeah. the, in the past. And and they, you know, sometimes their players do leave. And I'm not like super into the NBA either, or or really anything. <laughs> but like. You know their their players leave as well, but as a smaller market team, they have they they've done well in the yeah. past, and I and I think the Magic could. They just haven't sort of they've just every year it's been kind of rough. Yeah, they've had a rough go of it. Uh-huh. So when I first say. moved here in 2010, they were great. Not great, they were good. Is was that when was that Dwight Howard when they? Had yeah, him? he was still yeah. here, and like they had gone into the playoffs, and I remember. Yeah watching like every game or every like we would make a point to yeah, care people, what the magic right. were doing and then when all, when dwight left it sort of everything collapsed it really did it really <laughs> really did and it's kind of it's sort of sad though that like one player can do that like yeah. one player can just sort of take the the franchise for 10 years that you're in the the doldrums and now you got to build your way back yeah you know bring Shaq back i'm sure i'm sure he still has a <laughs> few good uh playing years in him yeah he wanted to buy the team for a while but i don't think that's gonna happen no, that'd be cool though all right, this isn't local, but it's big news globally. Big, big news. Queen Elizabeth died. Yep, that happened today. Died yep. at 96. She lived a good life. I think so, yeah. too. I think, I mean, you know, she she's an old lady. Yeah, I'm sure she wanted to hit the, the three-digit mark. The hundred. Yeah. I mean, she was a uh, 70-year reign. That's pretty impressive. Everybody knows her. Everybody yeah. knows what she looks like. Yep. Are you mourning, <laughs> Mo? I mean, Are you mourning? I'm not a big, uh, you know... I don't really follow the British monarchy, but you know it's, it's a sad day in history. I'll it's say true. That, you know, we got a new king though, King Charles. Yep, we'll see. Uh, see when he shows up. I guess he's seventy three. Actually, he's king now. Right. Yeah. He's immediately yeah, king, immediately. and his name might not be Charles. I read that today. Oh, I didn't know that. He might change. So uh, traditionally, sometimes the the monarchs change names. So. He doesn't have to be King Charles. He could be King something. Does he get to pick it? I think so. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty sure because there's been other kings where their name was like Albert, but they went by King Philip or something gotcha. like that. I'm, gotcha. I'm, 
not super up on my uh, British either. history, my monarchy, uh, the timeline of it all. But yeah, so we 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 got a new king. All right. I don't know if you get rid of all the stamps and all the all the paper money and Sounds all the expensive. coins. I hope it does not. seem like it. <laughs> Seems like a lot of work. It does. Yeah, they had to reprint everything. I mean, but if her face was on everything because she was queen, does it get to be his face on everything? I, mean, I think you know, you just kind of eventually on the new stuff that you put <laughs> on there. Don't get rid of everything else. We're not going to print any more with her face right. on it. But next next run of run of all this, we are going to start printing it. Yeah, I mean, I remember how much it was uh, to get much much of a pain it was to get new envelopes when we moved offices. I mean, <laughs> imagine printing all new money, all new everything. Jeez. And you're in the same. You're basically in the same zip code. We just moved down the street. Mm-hmm. You used yeah. to be in that that Angeville hotel. Yeah, I haven't been over there in a long time. No, I mean, I mean either. Too dangerous over there. Uh, rough, rough downtown. <laughs> Two streets over. <laughs> Literally, it's like a block away, but I never walk that block. No. Yeah. I just don't go. It was on Orange Avenue. We're in downtown Orlando. Now we're like, what, two blocks off of Orange Avenue? And I just kind of stay over here. I, there's no real reason for me to go over there. Other side of the tracks. Not other, even other, the tracks. The other side of the. Actually, the, te- technically, the tracks are right there. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, true. That's it true. It's the other side of the Sunrail tracks there. <laughs> Did you see that the woods and the lodge is closing? Yeah, I guess a lot of uh, some people have been talking about. It. I guess a lot of places down downtown are closing. Yeah, I don't know all the details behind yeah, this. Brendan will probably have more. I don't think he's written about it on on bungalower dot com yet. But I saw like a there's a Facebook update that said, you know, for the last ten years we've operated. I don't know if it was. I don't know which one's older. I think the lodge is older. I think the lodge is old. I think the woods has been there ten years. One's years, been there twenty, and the lodge has been there twenty. Okay, so so they said, you know, after that ten and twenty years, we've had a great run, but we're gonna sort of move on. It sounded like they were selling the property because I think it's a few owners. I think it was maybe one Could or be. two owners, and it sounded like maybe they were gonna sell the property or sell the business or sell the the uh, somehow get out of it and, and move on yeah and I, i've seen this a lot downtown so uh i, I the, did, did you ever go to barbecue bar a few times very not not a lot but okay I think I've been so there once or twice. barbecue bar was like uh, a pretty cool downtown kind of mm. hip spot that that just you know it was a fun place to hang out they played really good music just a just a really cool bar and same thing they sort of they were in business for probably 20 years, 15, 20 years. And the owners were like, we're, we've sort of outgrown this. And, yeah. and now it's time for somebody else to take this over. And they ended up opening, at least the woman did. I think her name is Ashley. She opened up the guest house, which is in okay, on Mills. Yeah. Yeah, I know the and guest so house. she was like, you know, I, I'm when I opened this, I was 25 and now I'm 40. Right. And I'm just I've grown up now and I, I don't need to be downtown. And so she opened that place. I don't know yeah. if she still runs it or not. But but everybody loved barbecue bar, and I wonder if it's a little bit like the same thing. Yeah, it could be, or maybe they increase the you know the lease or the rent, mm-hmm. or maybe the owner of the building wants to sell it or do something else with it. I mean, you never know. I think Lizzie McCormick's next door is yes. close too. Yeah, yeah, and it could just be all this downtown stuff yeah. going on where you know there's there's more police down there because there's been more shootings down there, yeah. and maybe some of these bar owners are just like, you know what, it's been fun, but we don't want to deal with this no more. Yeah, I mean, I, and um. It was the the lodge who had, you know, I think one of the bouncers was murdered there. Stabbed, about a, stabbed, stabbed in the about, in the alleyway. I mean, that was you know a decade ago at this point. Mm-hmm. But you know, after a while, yeah, if you're the owner, maybe you just get sick of dealing with all that stuff, dealing with downtown, and say, hey, I'm going to move somewhere else and do something a little more low key and you know have fun with it. And as I mean, you're down here as a as a business and a law office, but mm-hmm. at some point, somebody has to start like taking all this seriously not not that the 
city of Orlando isn't, but like right. if, if you start seeing more and more of these bars closing down and businesses and, and whatever, at some point, like, all right, like we got to have stuff down here. And I don't know yeah. how you fix that as a as a city. Like, I don't know if you can put things in place to keep these places in business. Well, I mean, you know, I lived downtown for a year, you know, about a decade ago. But I've always kind of said, you know, there's no real reason to go to downtown Orlando unless you're like a drunk college kid looking to go out and party. I mm-hmm. mean, or you work down here during the day. But, you know, there's not a ton of restaurants I'd really drive downtown for. There's no real nightlife down here unless you're going to an event or a game or, you know, a concert or something. I mean, I don't really know people my age who go downtown for any reason. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I'm turning 40 next month, but I'm like you, Mo. Ten years ago, I did live downtown or right by Lake Eola, and we would go out. But I was also 23, 24, 25. Actually, no, I was like 30. (laughs) (laughs) But I was was younger. So, yeah, I mean, but the reason I went out is because I'd go to the bar. I'd go to the club. I'd go go out. And you're right. If you're uh, maybe a little older... And generally, people who are a little older have more money to spend around sometimes. Uh, I I don't come downtown as much unless there's something. Right, unless there's some something going on. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, there's some downtowns that are like that. Yeah. But, but if you want to have like a live, work, play, thriving downtown, it can't yeah. just be all play. It can't just be all drinking at, at midnight. Once again, I, I don't I think that's OK to have bars downtown. Right. Absolutely. You should. But there should be some other stuff for some other options. Or, uh-huh. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it just is what it is. As far as ever since I've lived in Orlando, as far as I can remember, it's always kind of been this way. I think it's gotten worse lately. Is kind of my understanding. That's what I hear. Yeah, and I say that's what I hear because I I don't come down here like right. I used to. But I also have everything that I need. Right. Where yeah. I'm at. But I I like your point about the restaurant thing because. I don't know if there's a lot of like destination restaurants in downtown Orlando. The only one I can think of is Crest. Yeah, that's what I I feel like. Oh, I I gotta go there. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know how many people go down there for lunch. I know they do a pretty good business at. uh, I mean, excuse me for dinner. I know they Mm -hmm. do a pretty good business for lunch with just kind of the downtown audience. But you know, that's not the easiest place to get to. It's not. You know, parking downtown at night's a pain. I mean, it's not. Not only is there nothing really to come down here for, but it's also very difficult to get down here and mm-hmm. to park and to get someplace. You have to pay for parking, most likely mm-hmm. walk to wherever you want to go. You may or may not feel safe, depending where you are, what mm-hmm. time of night it is. So. And like some people will say, well, you know, get over that. And that's how downtowns are. And like you're supposed to park and walk. And that's fine. Like I get that. But yeah. if you're talking to people who they're not used to that and if that's a hurdle for them. They're just not going to deal with it. And, yeah. and if that's going to be your argument, well, then you're going to keep seeing businesses closed down because people are going to say, I can just go to that place that's right by my house right. and not yeah. deal with any of that and yeah. have just as good a time. Yeah, I mean, Crest may have great food, but I can also go to the steakhouse five minutes down the road with parking and free valet or whatever it is and walk right in. And, and still probably have it. a pretty darn good steak. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Mo, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Do not go anywhere. I got Mo DeWitt with me. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Hey, Mo, how are you? Doing well. How are you doing, John? I am fantastic. I know I shouldn't ask this, but I'm going to ask it. Go ahead. Mo, how do you get paid? So on injury cases, we don't get paid unless you win. So basically, we work on a contingency fee basis. So the only time we ever receive money is if you receive money. So if I get paid, you get paid. Exactly. I like it. 
Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Hey, y'all, it's Brendan O'Connor. I know, I'm not dead yet. It's time for your weekly NZN update. NZN is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. It has an on-site bar, a restaurant, and tons of comfy couches and table service options to maximize your movie viewing experience. Bowie Week kicks off this week with Enzian playing the best of David Bowie's film career ahead of the new documentary Moon Age Dream, which opens on September 23rd. The lineup includes Labyrinth, of course, The Hunger, and Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Also screening as Aguirre, The Wrath of God, which is about Pizarro leading his army of conquistadors over the Andes in search of El Dorado, but finding oblivion. And Fast Times at Ridgemont High on Tuesday. Go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Brendan, did you know that you and I wrote a book? I seem to recall. Yeah, and it's got a hundred things to do in Orlando before you die. Yes, it is a guidebook to all the fun things that you can do in Central Florida. Things you might not have heard of. Things that we might have been keeping secret just to put in this book. I'm going to tell one secret. Pinball Lounge. Ooh, we love the Pinball Lounge. Orlando Wetlands Park. That's two secrets. Yes. You got one more? Uh, Skydiving somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Go to 100thingsorlando.com to get your copy signed today. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger, and I am joined by my guest host this week, Moses DeWitt of the DeWitt Law Firm and JustCallMo.com. Good day, sir. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad to be here. If you weren't here, it would just be me talking to myself for an hour. And it would be a little weird if you were here by yourself in my office. <laughs> we are. We are hanging out at your office right here in downtown Orlando. I can see the Amway Center oh, yeah. the Orlando Magic Play and the Solar Bears. I didn't mention the Solar Bears last time. I, f- I hate to admit this as well, but I forgot they still played them. Oh, come on. We're going we're gonna to try to go to some Solar Bear games I do. I do like the Solar Bears. I've actually been to a few Solar Bear games. Okay. All right. I think they start in November or late October. So They're always a fun time. I'm trying to see if Brendan and I, and, and you can join us, we can do a show maybe one of the nights that they're playing. And then stay for the game. I like it. All I right. like how they come out in the giant, you know, they have the big inflatable pole uh-huh. there that they skate through. We should, we should get one of those. Oh, okay. no, you should, you should just be your head <laughs> when you walk into the office here. Just blow it up every morning. I'm sure, uh-huh. I'm sure the building would love that. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we are hanging out here with Moses DeWitt at the DeWitt Law Firm offices. Uh, Brendan is not feeling well this week. I, I let him take the week off. It was nice of you. I think he's taken one week off in the last 290 some episodes. All right. He went so. to Canada one time to go see his family. So he's got to do another 290 episodes uh-huh. and then he gets another week off. That'll be like 10 years. We've been doing this like five years so one week every five years is very fair. i might be taking two weeks off in october <laughs> he don't need his name's first on the show exactly. so he has to be here. exactly yeah so we hope brendan feels better we think he just has a cold or if it's worse virus. if it's worse you're gonna hear mo every week <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess we can squeeze that into my schedule. We'll, okay. figure, it, we'll figure it out. All right. So, yeah, if you like what you hear, go to bungalow.com uh, and, and follow Brendan and follow Bungalower on, on all the socials. We do some TikToks, too. He's, he, he kills it on the TikToks. Yeah, you guys do good TikToks. Yeah. Well, I should say, don't say you guys. It's just Brendan. I, I sort of am just there eating food most of the time. You know, you're uh, very supportive. I am. Yeah. I am. I would say so. Yeah. You, encur- you give him the encouragement to get out there. Have mm-hmm. the... Have the bravery to do those TikToks. I do. I do. So, yeah, follow, follow all that stuff. But, yeah, we talk about all the downtown headlines and, and surrounding bungalow neighborhoods here on Bungalow and the Bus. So uh, we, we were talking about downtown, but I yep. want to talk about some food now. Oh, I like food. You a food man? Oh, yeah. I just went to your favorite restaurant the other night. You did. You sent me a picture. Should I say it? Because I don't want it to get flooded with all these foodies and, our, and, and the influencers. Yeah. You know, but they're, they're good people. I feel like, you know, we should okay. give them a plug. El Potro. El Potro. There's a few locations now, but the one You got a favorite? I've only been to the one in Winter Park. All right. Which I think is the only one without liquor there. I think they have beer and wine, but they don't have liquor. Really? They're not quite big enough to get the... They're the supposed to license? change. I think they changed that law, though. I think oh. statewide they did. Maybe we should tell El Potro. We should. You yes. should tell us. So you can have some margaritas. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, they have they have great food. They do. They really yeah. do. So they have a type of. Uh, they just they have good Mexican food for everybody. I'll yeah. say it's not the most probably authentic Mexican food that you're gonna. No, it's not the fanciest. It's not. You know? It's not at all. But it's so good. It's, yeah, it's, it's very what good. you want when you go get Mexican food. Absolutely. Chips and salsa. Queso, yep. tacos, the combinations where like, I want an enchilada, I want a taco, I want beans, yep. no rice, whatever. And It'll the people that. who work there are like the nicest people on yeah. the planet. Like, yeah, yeah, I go there with my three-year-old son and they're like, play with him and they're taking him around and he's chucking rice around the <laughs> restaurant and they're like, super, super nice. They're like, go back and do some dishes. <laughs> exactly. But no, they're very nice people, great food. Yeah. And I just ordered, uh, you were sitting here, I just ordered uh, dinner for my family on okay. Uber Eats from right. El Potro. I want them to well, name something after you. We'll work on it. Okay. Maybe one of these days. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So anyway, talking food, we were talking about Shaq earlier, too. Oh, yeah. Shaq's bringing his fried chicken restaurants to town. No way. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this? It's called Big Chicken. I think vaguely I've heard of it. Maybe I saw something online about it. Fast, casual concept coming to Orlando. Hot chicken sandwiches, chicken tenders, and more. Don't know where yet, though. Well, it's got to be on the cock block. That's, <laughs> I, I think we can say that. We're, yeah. we're referring to chicken. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, there's a, in case you don't know, there's a street <laughs> in Winter Park where all the chicken restaurants are. You got, you got Chick-fil-A, PDQ, Guy Fieri's Place. Publix. Publix. There's a Popeye's there, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing a few. Yeah. Um, and that has been, you know, nicely named the cock block. It, it has been. Yeah. So we don't know the exact location, but actually Brendan. So Brendan wrote me some notes this week and he said, here's hoping that it's on the cock block. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and a, a friend of mine had his birthday party. His wife, he took her to all the cock block places, <laughs> which I thought what was a pretty birthday funny. Party. They, they, they made T-shirts and everything. I like it. I like it. But I mean. I guess nowadays just anyone has a chicken restaurant. I mean, you should open one yourself. Oh, I I mean, I like Shaq. Shaq used uh, to I love live Shaq, yeah. He used to live here in Orlando. He doesn't any longer. Right, he finally sold that place. Yeah, it was over in Windermere. Yeah. It was like one of the largest houses in Central Florida. Which I actually so I saw a video coincidentally on TikTok where they did a aerial shot of Shaq's old house, which yeah. is gigantic. And then they went like around the corner and there's a guy who has a house that's like three times the size it's of Shaq. Probably Shaq's. David Siegel. It could be, I don't know. 
Uh, it didn't look like Siegel's house. Oh, okay. I think I would know which one that was, but it maybe wasn't three times. It was very, very large, and they were like, "Who was this?" Oh wow! So it was interesting, but it might have been was, maybe it was Tiger Woods' old house. Yeah, it was somebody who has a lot of money. I'll That's that true. Much. So he sold his house. He doesn't really live here anymore, but he comes back every now and then. He seems to be here a decent amount. Yeah, because I did an event one time uh, at the Harbor House where it, it's a shelter for mm-hmm. for uh, domestic violence, and he was there to like donate stuff to the kids that are there. He's great. He's yeah. such a nice guy. And uh, yeah, but he's opening this chicken restaurant, Big Chicken. I like the name. And I think I, I thought I read they have like 40 locations across the country. They might, but this yeah. will be the first. I want to say first in Florida and definitely only one here. Cause yeah. It hasn't been here yet. I don't even know where. I don't know if they would build it from the ground up or just take over a restaurant. I mean, typically, if you can find a turnkey restaurant that you can flip, that's always easier. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's got some money he can build. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he wanted to buy the magic, but it, I, I don't know if he has that kind of money. He said he got himself a chicken, chicken shack. <laughs> that's a. I mean, there used to be a place called Chicken Shack. I think where I grew up in Michigan oh, really? is called Chicken Shack. Yeah, so maybe that's taken already. I was gonna say that that would really be the obvious. You think so? Yeah, you'd think so. But the whole chicken thing, I like. I feel like everybody has a chicken restaurant. Everybody's getting the chicken. How do you game. do it different though? Like, how do you do it better or different than all these other people? Well, I feel like the Nashville hot was kind of the new craze that mm-hmm. kind of was like you know people were starting to do. And then Chick Fil A got in with their spicy, and then you know, but yeah, everyone's kind of doing it now. And even like on the Mills Fifty Air, there's a bunch of little chicken places yeah. that are really good. A lot of them. But- Nobody has meatloaf though. <laughs> So, I swear somebody bus- should make a meatloaf restaurant. <laughs> I would go there all the time. Bus Decker's Meatloaf Cafe. Yeah, yeah, but but not like. So if you want to steal this, go ahead. <laughs> but do you know how like twenty years ago cupcakes were like the thing? Yeah, because cakes are big. You can't buy a whole cake, right. so you just buy cupcakes. Same thing with meatloafs. You don't make giant meatloafs. You just make little cupcake sized ones, and then they're all different flavors, like you know, like uh, Mexican meatloaf and and Polish meatloaf, and they all have different things in them. It, I think it'd be great. I feel like this is a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> I just I think it, it's a it's a a food item that you don't see very often. Yeah. And, and I will say, whenever I see meatloaf on a menu, I always order it because, you know, they had to, like, make it there. Yeah. Yeah. It takes some time to make. Exactly. Uh, I was talking to a guy who was telling me he has a recipe for smoked meatloaf. I would eat that put in the smoker for like it sounded pretty good. Uh, uh, absolutely. A, a good meatloaf is good. I, I don't argue with you there. I, so. I mean, I rarely had bad meatloaf. But anyway, I anyway, <laughs> meatloaf. You, <laughs> you can, digress. Yeah, I digress. So. Uh, so, yeah, big chicken. Don't know when it's going to open, but it's coming to town soon. Very exciting says here kelly's is opening 200 new locations kelly's ice cream oh wow by 2025 200 that's what they're that's what they're gonna do but they're gonna try to do it in partnership with foxtail coffee but there's not that many foxtails are there there's there's a lot of do you know how many there's like more man you're putting me on the spot i want to say there's more like more than 50 foxtails i I would if you asked me to guess i would guess around 50 but 200 i don't think they have i mean maybe they're they're planning massive expansion too i don't know they might so i know like where i live in college park there's a kelly's ice cream inside the foxtail or their partners or whatever you want to say and there's a lot of the newer ones i think also have kelly's ice cream yeah it's a good combo i mean it's a great business for that you know ice cream doesn't take up a whole lot of space doesn't go bad you can just put it in the, the store there have you another, had their ice cream Kelly's? Yeah, it's delicious it's, it's very very good uh i had i don't i've only had it a few times yeah. i actually won a coupon at a uh, drag bingo <laughs> which brendan does on tuesday nights at tactical brewing if you ever want to go but i won a coupon and and just one night i was like oh let's go get this ice cream yeah. it's so good it's really really good i mean i don't 
I assume they make it all themselves. I think they have to, which if 200 locations, you're going to be making a lot of ice cream there. Yes. But yeah, if, if I ate that regularly, <laughs> I would be a much larger man than I am. Mm. But it is delicious stuff. So right now they have eight. That sounds about right. I hope this ain't a typo, and I'm reading a typo here. <laughs> it was supposed to be 20. Maybe just, it's 20. I mean, Maybe he put an extra zero there. Just throw some this zeros This is what happens on. when I take Brendan on his on his word here. Because they have one over Eight by... Eight would um, make more sense. That, that would make a lot more sense. 20 would make yeah. more sense. Because they have one over by uh, Lake Ivanhoe in that little um, new development there. And like, uh, what's it called? Behind, like over by like the Pinery, and yeah. the, where that apartment complex is, they put one there. Which I've been to that one. It's a good little location. They have like a little lawn, and there's a restaurant across the street that has some stuff out there. But I mean, 20's not really thinking big, though. So, anyway, yeah. there's going to be more Kelly's ice creams. You know, they aim for <laughs> 200. They open 150. It's a success. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to have to check on that. Yeah, look into that. <laughs> we'll look, look into that. the accuracy of this yeah, broadcast. <laughs> yeah, Brendan helped me out on the notes today, so... Uh, any any inaccurate <laughs> statements, blame it on yes, uh, please my send all co-op. complaints directly to Brendan O'Connor. Yeah, at bungalower.com. Uh, speaking of College Park, there's another place that's opening. It's called Top Protein. Interesting. Yeah. So so I I saw this and I I sent a note to Brendan. I'm like, have you ever heard of this place? So how familiar are you with College Park, Mo? I've I'm pretty familiar. Okay, I've been so there. I know the I know the landscape. Rustique used to be in College Park. Yep, they closed. There was a restaurant next door called Jabar. Was that the Lebanese? Mediterranean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so they closed. There was a Mexican place inside that uh, that same space, also closed. Okay, didn't go to the Mexican place. I went to Jabar when it was there. Little cursed that that yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah. They just whatever goes there just can't seem to make it. And so uh, this new place, Top Protein. Okay. Brendan and I are a little confused on what this is. We've seen the renderings. We've been to the website. So on their on their website, they have a, a special brand of milk-based meat alternatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, and that's not a typo because I, I definitely went <laughs> to the website. You double-checked that one. And, and according to the, the permitting, it's like a lab where they, they make this meat and then they sell like protein stuff. And I think it's like for people that are like super into working out. Uh, this will really last. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really know exactly what it is, but it might be a restaurant too. And they have like shakes. and But, it, but it's not just that one little spot. It's like the whole building there. So Interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about that. But. I, I told Brent, I hope I want all businesses to do well. Oh, absolutely, I, I want everybody to succeed, and, and hopefully it will. And maybe there's a great market there. I'm just, I, I'm a little nervous for them. I mean, I, you know, College Park's a great area, but I don't see that uh, speaking to the masses of College Park. Sometimes that, things. So Brent and I, we we argue about this, and sometimes things in College Park do great, and then other things just don't. Yeah, and and it just depends on kind of what it is, and and like I said, some restaurants. Yeah, you know, uh, I know since I've lived there, Graffiti Junction's been there the whole yeah. time. Gabriel's Sub Shop is like one of the oldest, right. in Orlando. Yeah, so so there are places that stay a long time, but then sometimes others move in and they they they're there a few months and they just yeah, don't make just it. Just don't hit it off with the neighborhood. And so. I don't and and. I don't know exactly what that is. I mean, I don't know if it's just more families live in College Park and they don't go out to eat as much. Or they only support like what they know. And I don't know. Well, I know one thing. Rent can be very expensive in College Park. So yeah. if you sign an expensive lease, you have to do a lot of business. Sometimes that can be tough. Um, but, you know, there are some good restaurants. What's the Italian place over there that's good? Antonio's. Is it Antonio's? Well, there's a few. Actually, there's like 10 Italian okay. places. 
So there, there's Antonio's, which is right on the corner there of Princeton and Edgewater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's like a million of them. There's, okay. there's just Tornatore's yeah. is over there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good place too. Yeah. yeah, they're all over there. There's yeah. a Domino's if yeah, you want to. There's, there's get a lot of good good places in College Park to eat. So I mean, you do have a lot of options. I mean, I went to that Jabbar place and the food was good, but it was just expensive. It was expensive. It was really that, expensive. That was the problem. Yeah. And so like, I think people don't mind paying, you know, twenty, twenty two, twenty three dollars for dinner but when lunch is that much and you yeah. can't get out of there for anything under that it's going to be tough especially in college park yeah i mean that's we went there for lunch one day and it was exactly that it was like 20 30 bucks per entree for lunch and you're just like yeah i wouldn't really come back here at this price level the food was good but it just wasn't really drawing you back in so i just looked this up kelly's ice cream 200 locations all right it's been confirmed there you go had your research team to get that get that information lickety split. Well, I got it from the Orlando Business Journal, so <laughs> <laughs> just double checking. I, I mean, I'm, I'm fact checking. That's fine. Yeah. At least you gave him credit. That it was just nice seemed like a lot going from eight to two hundred. Seems like an awful lot. Well, but but like you said, it's not like you if you're not building the whole thing yourself, you're just building a part of it. Right. All you have to do is manufacture the ice cream, which mm. they obviously must have down. All right. Free pet food. Okay. Orange County giving away free pet food. Why? Um, Just to be nice? I'm sure there's a lot of people out there struggling to feed uh, their feed their yeah. pets during this time. Yeah, and maybe they want to help them out with that so they don't get rid of the pets or put them into shelters and things like that. If you've been following the Orange County Animal Services, uh, all their social medias, they are at capacity or near capacity or over gotcha. capacity. So they're always asking for people, well, first to adopt pets. But also to foster them if they have, if you can. Mm-hmm. But also, don't drop them off if if it should be your absolute last resort. Gotcha. Because they're at capacity, and yeah. and like, I know a lot of people sometimes dump on the animal shelters, but like they're doing the best they can. Yeah, they got a tough job. They do. They absolutely do because they're they're they should be a last resort, and and. And I also sometimes don't fault people for having to take their pets there because sometimes they're at their last resort. Right. They have no other options and they want to do what they think is best for the pet as well. And a lot of times, you know, I look at my situation and, yeah, I would say that's the last thing I would do. But I've also never been in a situation where, you know, it's either I have to give up my dog or I don't have somewhere to live. Yeah. And so it's easy to say when you can just afford to pay for the security deposit and move where you want and take your dog. Fine. But not everybody's like that. That's true. Anyway, uh, free pet food, September 11th, Sunday, 9 a.m., drive through event, South Econ Recreation Center, which I don't know off the top of my head where that is. Yeah, but I was trying to think. I don't know either. I, it's off of Econ and Colonial, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, they, they, they're going to give out two bags of pet food. It's fantastic. Each person. It's very nice one. So, yes, go there if you need it. If that's something yeah. you need, go over there. I do know when I've done like uh, uh, drive-through events with human food. I guess you could yeah. say you'd be surprised how many people show up for those. Yeah, and you, you just never know. You never know who needs it. So I'm glad they're doing this to help out because I think what you said is right, Mo. They don't want if if it's between bringing their dog to the shelter or maybe feeding it for another month, two months, three months. This is this is a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, because they're if the dog's given to the shelter, obviously they're gonna have to feed them anyway. So if they can help people out and help people keep their animal, that's great. We got some we got some events coming up. All right, let's hear them. Wakeboarding, you a big wakeboarder? I think I wakeboarded one time, fell flat on my face, and that was the end of my wakeboarding career. Yeah, 
Yeah. 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 How well, old were you? Uh, probably like 13, 15. I don't know. So when you're wakeboarding, you're you're like getting pulled by a boat, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed to like jump on the waves and stuff. Supposed to look cool. I did not look cool. Do you know where you were doing it? In Lake Maitland. Oh, Lake Maitland. All yeah. right. So this is at Lake Ivanhoe. Okay. Professionals are going to be there. No, they'll probably, do, they'll, <laughs> you know, if they want some pointers, I'll come out and help them out. But <laughs> September seventeenth, nine a.m. to five p.m. Ten thousand dollars in prizes. Ooh, it's like a Red Bull thing. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah. I don't but, think I've ever seen that live though. I don't know that I've ever seen it live either, but it's uh, like people who can actually wakeboard and do those tricks. It's pretty impressive. Apparently, there's like a huge wakeboarding community off of it's like John Young and I four. There's a neighborhood right there. Okay, down by where First Baptist Church yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. That neighborhood behind it used to be a Ramada. I don't think it's a Ramada anymore. But there's like about. a whole neighborhood of people that they specifically live there because the lake is like great for wakeboarding. Interesting. What yeah. makes a lake great for wakeboarding? I think it's just easy access and the houses are maybe Probably a little expensive. less expensive. Yeah. And I remember I ran into some woman and she was like a pro wakeboarder and I got talking to her and she's like, oh, yeah, like all of our friends live around here. It's interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting. Well, also wakeboard boats are super expensive. Are they? So they, get, they get to like two, three hundred grand. Hmm. So, I mean, you get one person on the lake, you're all buddies, you go out on somebody's boat, you share some boats. I'm sure it makes it a lot easier. All right. But, I mean, maybe if you're a pro, you get a free boat. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I should go wakeboard. We can go jet skiing and wakeboarding. Got a whole event planned. That's true. All in the water. Uh, pop-up bar. Okay. Alice in Wonderland. No, Beauty and the Beast cocktail experience. I'm sorry. There was one that was a Alice in Wonderland I remember one. that one, yeah. So this is, I think, like the next one. Okay. Beauty and the Beast cocktail experience. 90-minute escape room style experience. November 30th through February 22nd. So you, you can plan this ahead of time. I'm, I'm writing in my calendar right now. It's right north of here uh, on Magnolia. Okay. Where is on north, Magnolia? Is it north? I'm, I always get my... When I'm downtown, well, I get my directions We'll, we'll get you a compass. It's over by... I think there used to be a bagel place over there, but it's called the Olive Bar. Okay. I kind of vaguely know where that is. It's kind of on closer to Thornton Park. Not yeah, yeah, Thornton yeah. Park. I'm sorry. Uh, Ivanhoe. Yeah. Over in the kind of where... Before you turn around to go, kind of turn around the corner to go to Ivanhoe. Yes, attendees will be treated to a Victorian-style cocktail party with immersive performances while they participate in a number of activities and challenges, including creating two themed cocktails, solving riddles, and more. See, I like to drink by myself <laughs> in, in, in solitude while it's quiet, but teach their own. Yeah, and so the the group behind it they're called Viral Ventures and Hidden Orlando. They just did the Alice in Wonderland one. Very cool. And forty seven bucks, and you get to like do all the things. Eh, you know, whatever entertains people. I mean, you get some drinks out of it. And no, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's a super cool event. I mean, you know, especially if you're into the Disney characters and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's Disney Disney oh. related. But it says beauty. Oh yeah, beauty, beauty and the, the beast. beast may not be Disney. Related. <laughs> I, I take that. It's I want. I want a lawyer disclaimer yeah. there, Mo. You're absolutely correct on that. Those are not necessarily <laughs> Disney properties. And uh, Enzian's hosting a David Bowie marathon. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this a little bit last week, but they're showing the man who fell to Earth, The Hunger, Labyrinth, and some other David Bowie movies. Okay. 
And they're actually, they just released their list of 13 movies they're showing during Halloween. Uh, ooh. You a big fan of scary movies? <laughs> yes and no. What do you mean, yes and no? Like, I like scary movies, but then I don't like to watch. You know, it gives you that, that feeling you get where you're, like, anxious yeah, all yeah. the time while watching it. Like, yeah. I can only do that so much. If okay. That makes sense. All right. I love scary movies, but I like a certain kind of scary movie. Okay. What's, what's your type of scary I, movie? I like movies that are, they don't have to be overly sadistic and okay. gory for me yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't really like that i don't think those are scary just because you like have a bunch of blood and yeah, guts yeah i don't and, mind a lot yeah. of blood and guts but it has to be like i don't like it to be torturing yeah i see what you're that, saying that that to me isn't scary you're not really scaring me i like movies that are spooky yeah that's what i say i like spooky movies like casper the friendly ghost yeah <laughs> exactly yes. no i mean there, have you ever seen the babadook does that name ring a bell? I don't think so. It's really good. It's PG-13. It's okay. from several years ago. But those are the types of movies. They're spooky. They're not gory at all. And they're just like fun to watch because okay. they're they're supposed to be scary. Those are the movies I like. I was pegged you as more of a hocus pocus kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're not showing the Babadook, but I, I looked through the list. I, I can't remember them all, but I do know like right on Halloween or the day before, they are going to show Evil Dead 2. Okay. Which uh, if you haven't seen that. You should watch Evil Dead One first, and then watch <laughs> Evil Dead Two. Although they, you really could watch either one; they're not really in order. It's so, like Home Alone. You don't have to watch the first one before the second. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right, Mo. Well, we gotta go. We're done. We're done. Well, that was quick. It was. Well, it was twenty-two minutes, and the other one was twenty-two minutes. Well, so I'll take your word for it. All right. Well, we hope Brendan gets better. Yes, sir. I'm I'm thankful that you were here to help me guest host uh, this week's episode. That's why I'm here for all your legal needs and your radio needs as well. Yeah, if you're if you're injured on the go, just call Mo. That is the tagline. All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>